This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 709 of the show, episode 15 of 365 brand new episodes in 2021. On the show today, Caitlin Studi. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to have you on the show, and if the listener wants to know why, because right now, Caitlin's going to tell us who she is and what she does, and you're going to find out the answer to why I'm excited she's on the show. So, Caitlin, who are you and what do you do? Yes. So I am in a marketing agency owner. I started this company as a side hustle almost six years ago, and I built it up to having seven team members along with myself. And we help small to medium sized businesses grow their reach online digitally. We specialize in service based companies and we help with anything from websites to social media, SEO, blogging and coaching. And you are an automation nerd and you love the, the, the app called Zapier, which I'm really excited to learn more about because there's two things that is keeping me from using it. Number one, it looks like you have to have a PhD and hopefully you're going to, you're going to uh, <laughs> minimize those fears. The other thing is when you're an entrepreneur like I am, and as most of my listeners are, you know, you're paying for this, you're paying for that, you're paying for this, that, and the other thing you're like, okay, is this really going to fit in my budget? So let's dive right in, shall we? So first of all, for those who are listening, have no idea what Zapier is. Is it a car? Is it another language? Is it a food? What is Zapier? Yes. So as you mentioned, I am a self-proclaimed automation nerd because I was trying to think, all right, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a business owner, so how can I save more time? And the answer was this program called Zapier, and it's Z-A-P-I-E-R. And I love their little slogan too. It's Zapier makes you happier, which is 100% true because you can automate things that you do over and over. So the way that I'll describe it is it's kind of like glue. It's a connector application. So two programs that wouldn't normally talk to one another can now talk to one another because Zapier allows them. So I'll give you an example. If you use MailChimp for email marketing and FreshBooks, let's say for your invoicing, when you add a new client to FreshBooks, that wouldn't automatically add them to MailChimp. But with Zapier, when you add a new client to FreshBooks, now it will automatically add that same client's email and their information to MailChimp for you automatically. No touching, nothing. It's done. I used uh, one of the zaps I used a lot was, and these tasks are called zaps, by the way, just so you get the jargon right, is I would use Webinar Ninja for my webinar hosting, but I host my website and everything, my email marketing, everything on Kajabi. Well, mm -hmm. Webinar Ninja doesn't talk to Kajabi because when you come out with an app, you cannot integrate with everything else. It's just impossible. And then I found about Zapier can actually talk between the two. So I've actually used this, but you, I have a feeling, go a lot deeper with because you can go like really, really deep into the weeds on this stuff. How? What is the most complicated zap you use? Well, the most complicated zap that I use is probably our employee onboarding. I've automated 51 tasks with one first item. Oh my goodness, that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. And I just love talking about this because the thing is, is you don't have to be a pro and you don't have to have a PhD to use this program. I am just someone who graduated college, started a business, and I needed a solution to saving time. 
And when I onboard a new client, all of the processes are automated. That does about 35 different tasks. When I onboard a new employee, it does, like I said, around 51 different tasks. And I've also automated when someone reaches out to us through our website, they get in an automated flow. So it sends them an automated email to schedule a call with me on Calendly. Then once they do that, it creates a folder for me in the Google Drive. It creates my three templates that I'm going to walk through them to understand their business more, including my proposal template that I then go in and customize from there. So I've, I, what I do is I just try to think, okay, what am I doing over and over again? And can I automate this? But the other good thing too, is that, okay, number one, it does take time. So it does take me time to to set all of these things up. And I try to be as efficient as possible. One of my pet peeves is wasting time. I just Mm. don't have time to waste time, but I need to tell myself, okay, setting all of this up in the beginning is going to take a lot of time. But I can tell you from all of the automations that I set up, it probably saves me between 20 and 30 hours each week. And not only that, but it makes us a better company because nothing falls through the cracks because this automation system is set into place. So all of the little things that maybe like as an example, when we when I set up a proposal meeting, I have an, a trigger, which for anyone who's not familiar, a trigger is an initial event that help that tells the program, okay, if this happens, if this trigger happens, then do all of these other things. So when I put the word proposal in my Google Calendar, then that is the trigger to send them a thank you note t- telling them that we're looking forward to the proposal meeting. It reminds me to work on the proposal and then 14 days after the proposal, it reminds me that their decision is due. So all of that, I would 100% not remember each time, but because I've automated that, not only does it level up our customer service, but it shows the client that, hey, we're very intent on making sure that you have the best experience with us. Well, I want to make sure people understand that Zapier did not pay for Caitlin to be on the show. We're not trying to sell Zapier, but I'm getting excited about it because I've looked at it a couple times and I think I need to go revisit it. But let's take a step back and let's talk about automation because I I have this exercise I teach my clients and whatnot to deal with um, all the overwhelm they have. It's called the O-Day exercise and it stands for outsource, delegate, automate, and eliminate. And I'm not going to go through the exercise. I've got other podcasts. I've uh, gone over that. But the automation is, is such an integral part because we're in uh, January 15th, 2021. Automation is everywhere, as we just talked about Zapier. And the thing is, if you're not sure how to automate something and you're like, well, Zapier, I'm not sure, you go to this search engine called Google.com and type in, how do I automate XYZ? I promise you you will get articles and videos and book recommendations that you can automate. You can automate probably 50% of what you're doing already, but because Mm -hmm. you've always done it the old way, like for example, when Caitlin got on my schedule, we didn't go back and forth on email. How about Tuesday at four, Wednesday at three? No, I sent her my calendar link. She booked herself and now here we are. So listener, I want you to think about what are you doing like Caitlin said, over and over and over again, that automation can do that for you. And even you go, well, Mark, if I do it, it's free, but if I have to pay for the automation, is you doing it really free? No, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's taking your time. And Caitlin, I don't think people think about that. 
They don't think about it. And I, I'll tell you, it's a little bit frustrating in the beginning because it does take time. But I started out, I believe Zapier has a free plan where you can do five zaps. And yes, this is not a sponsored uh, podcast, by the way. I just love this program and I love to tell everyone how it's helped me with my business. But I believe that you can start out with five free zaps and just test it out. But the other thing too is I signed up for Zapier's emails and I do not like getting a lot of emails. And this is one that I read every single week because they give you zap. Think of them as recipes. They say, okay, set up this workflow if you want to streamline posting on social media from your blogs. And then I implemented that zap. So when one of our blogs goes live on our WordPress site, it goes over to our social media scheduling platform automatically. And that's something that I would have never thought of because it's kind of like you don't know what you don't know. So they put out a ton of really amazing information to help you kind of think differently and see what's going to work for your business. You know, I'm 55 years young and I remember when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, we didn't have computers and there really was uh, factories had automation, but there wasn't automation for the consumer. Now, automation, you know, it can do so much for you. And I want what I want the listener to understand is your time is worth something. I don't care if you're a student, if you're a stay at home mom, if you're a CEO, if you're an entrepreneur. Every hour, whether you're on the clock or off the clock, is worth something. And you have to say, okay, if I think I'm worth, say, $25 an hour, is it worth paying Zapier $3 an hour to do this work for you? I mean, I can't make that call. Caitlin can't make that call for you. But you got to look at the numbers and, and find out, number one, saving you money, saving you time. And how about overwhelm? How about stress of getting all this stuff done? Oh, did I remember doing that? Because if the automation takes care of it for you, you don't have to remember, oh, they send that follow-up email, they send that thank you card. Think of all the stress that's going to melt off of you because automation is going to do it for you. Yeah. I absolutely love that point because I think it is so critical. And that's one thing you have to think about. Well, if I can pay, you know, $25 a month and I can streamline all of my processes, then you have more, I call it brain space, but you have more brain space to focus on what you love doing. And then you let the programs and all of the computers do the rest for you and send you reminders. So I, that's one of the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to just get back to doing what I love and I don't like doing the paperwork, doing, trying to remember everything. So I set processes up and then I tried to see how to automate them. And that allows me to focus on what I love and to keep doing business because I love it and I'm happy with it because I've automated the rest of the items that I'm not as keen about. Do you remember what your very first zap was? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> it just popped in my head when you were talking about your 51 step zap. I'm like, I wonder if she remembers her first one. Uh, I don't remember my first one, but that would be so cool to email Zapier and say, hey, but I'll tell you, I was on I was on the free plan for a while. And then one of my friends, she's like, hey, you can do more with this because she was hired. Businesses hire her to automate and systematize their processes. And it's going back to what I said. You don't know what you don't know. So she was like, hey, think of all of the things that you do over and over. Start making a list and then see if you can automate those processes. But Mark, one thing that I want to let you know and the listeners know too is that I was able to 
have one of my positions, an admin position, I was able to revert the majority of what work they did to helping me with more creative items because I streamlined 75% of the items that the admin person was doing. So no longer did they have to remind me to follow up with meetings or remind me if a meeting was out of office to make sure we were still on. I automated all of that so now they could help me with higher level items. Hey there, it's Mark and I will coach you for less than $2 a day plus give you access to a group coaching call every single month. For more information, visit MrProductivity.com. I want the listener to understand something. I want you to think about this question, maybe write it down or put it in a voice note if you're out about what should you be doing and what can be automated. Here, here's where I want to go with this. And I want to know your, your thoughts on this as well, Caitlin. I create content. So automation cannot create a podcast interview. So we cannot use Zapier for Caitlin and I to have this conversation. Okay. So we need to be involved in that, but there's things in our lives that we don't like her onboarding process that she doesn't have to be involved in. So listen, I want you to think about your day-to-day life. What is things that need to be done, but doesn't need to be done by you or another human being that can be automated. I want you to take that one thing. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just pick one thing and then go over to Zapier and say, okay, can it do this for me? Now, Caitlin did say there is a learning curve because it's like learning a new program language. When I used to take computer programming languages, there's a learning curve. But think of not the pain of learning. Think about the outcome. How are you going to feel when you get the automation in place? And then you can go, wow, I can spend more time on content creation or dealing with customers because AI can't really talk to customers one-on-one. We're not there yet. And then you are free because you used automation. So what are your thoughts on what I just said? I absolutely love it. And I think that you don't have to get complicated and try to do the 50 different tasks. But once you start doing it, you get acclimated to it. Just like you said, there's a little bit of a learning curve when you're doing anything new. But once you kind of get into the nitty gritty of the program and you see which, because you can also search which programs does Zapier integrate with, and it is a ton. The majority of programs that I use integrate with Zapier. But I will also tell you that I will not integrate a new program into my company if it does not integrate with Zapier because that would set me back. Yes, that would set me back so much. I mean, just with our project management software, I probably have over probably 70 items that integrate with our project management software through different things that we're doing just to make sure that we don't drop the ball on anything. And one thing I just, just food for thought for everyone writing down that one item that they want to work on. I want to give you two really great examples to start out with. Number one is the one that I mentioned. If you have a WordPress site or whatever website you have, see if it integrates with Zapier and then set up a Zap. If you publish a new blog, then that goes into your social scheduling platform. So we use a a program called Buffer. That's a really great, simple one. And then you can go into Buffer, edit the caption, and then it's already the, the link and everything, the preview is there for you. And then the second one that I think is a really great start. If you're meeting with clients, we always send a follow-up email after the meeting just to recap the whole conversation, make sure we're on the same page and to give the client any to-do list items that we need from them in order to be successful. When you add a meeting to the calendar, you can say client meeting with. And then when you put client in your calendar as a title, 
you can set a zap to um, follow up the next day to remind you to send that client a follow-up meeting. Well, my wife is my partner in the business, and I, I think I have her uh, her assignment for later today. <laughs> That's insane. Um, but she, she's a nerd. She likes getting in all this stuff. I just say, look, I want this to happen. Make it happen. Because I'm the content creator. I'm the voice of the podcast. I'm to do the training and stuff like that. She loves this stuff. She like She's an IT gal. She loves this nerdy stuff. So- I'm not going to get stressed over it. I'm going to let her do it because it's what's it's in her zone of genius. And you know, it's interesting when you talk about all the zaps. Last time I looked at all the things that integrate, I have been a big fan of Apple and iCloud Drive for years because they're whole big on privacy. But in the last couple of days, I have been migrating all my business stuff over to Google Drive. I'm a Google Workspace for Business customer, which means I pay like uh, $12 a month and I have like, enormous storage and stuff like that. But what's amazing is so many things integrate with Google, all things Google, yes. uh, calendar, drive, anything like that. So I'm I'm actually uh, moving everything over to Google Drive. And what's what's really interesting is as I'm moving things over, I'm like, why do I still have this? Delete it, delete it. So I'm actually purging a lot of stuff I don't need anymore. So I'm not bringing everything over, just the essential things. But I'm really excited to look into that. And and listener, if you are if you don't think you use a lot of automation, have you ever watched Netflix or Amazon Prime Video or CBS All Access or NBC's Peacock? What happens when the show's over? It goes to the next video. That's automation. There's no little guy in in the studio going, okay, next video for Caitlin or next video for Mark. It's It goes automatically. So if you stopped and just for one hour, wrote down every automation you, you, know, you saw, you'd be surprised at how much automation you're really using. I mean, take subways in New York City and, and, and other places of the world. There's nobody there taking your ticket anymore. You go through, you... You scan like your phone or your watch and you get on the train. So automation is everywhere. And I, I don't want people to be scared of automation. Uh, my father is 79, it'll be 80 next month in February. Um, he's scared of automation. I'm like, dad, automation is a good thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can it be bad? Yes. But so can human beings be bad. I, I like the automation. I love the fact that when someone signs up for uh, my email list, which you get my top five productivity tips at mrproductivity.com, you know, I don't have to, I don't get your email and go, okay, I have to add Caitlin to my email list. It happens automatic, automatically. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid of automation. Educate yourself. Learn, hopefully, what Caitlin said to you on the show today will leave some of your fears. It's okay to trust automation and think about how you're going to feel. Again, I want to ask this question again. Think about how you will feel when you don't have to do these other things anymore and you could do the things you really enjoy. And I will just add on to that. I think that that's incredible. And I want to just talk to the feeling part. When I set up a really cool zap or I automate a process, it's like that tingly feeling <laughs> where you're like, I just did it. And I I have to like tell everyone, but like no one understands what I'm doing because I'm in my own little nerd world. But it's incredible. When you automate something, it is just the best feeling ever because then you can focus on things that you really, really love to do. Well, you know, I appreciate that because in my wife and I's Bible study class, I'm the only entrepreneur. And so they've been telling me for years, get a job, get a real job. I'm like, I have a job. I have a real job, but they can't relate. See, they don't, if you're not an entrepreneur and no offense to you, because not everybody's meant to be entrepreneur. If you're not, uh, not an entrepreneur, 
you can't understand entrepreneurs. We 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 operate differently. We get geeked out over creating a zap or some other form yeah. of automation. And if you don't live in that world, we understand that we still love you. You just don't understand us. I totally agree. I'm trying to, I, I told my brother about this program and he's at an MBA program at the University of Florida. So he's learning all about business and processes and all of that. And I was like, if you want to learn about some processes, I'll sit you down and show you all of these. And I'm like, anyone who wants to talk to me about this, I'm like, yes, let's do it. When are you available? I'll walk through everything. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> to me, you'd probably like to set it up for them because you'd probably geek out on that. Oh my gosh. Yes. I would love to. <laughs> I would absolutely love to. I'd say, okay, what programs do you have? How can we make this work? Yeah. I just love it. And then I love just saving people time and efficiency and all of the above. One of the benefits of being a subscriber to my email newsletter is you get access to free weekly training from me. To sign up for my email newsletter, just go to mrproductivity.com. You know, and I, I use this analogy a lot when I used to speak. Remember when we used to go out and speak before COVID hit? Um, I said, you know, if you have to do a spreadsheet, but you don't like spreadsheets, I guarantee you, you know someone who lives, breathes, dreams, and eats spreadsheets. I mean, you probably wouldn't even have to get the whole sentence out. Can you help me? Yes. You know, and I'll do all this graphing stuff like that because that's what they love to do. You love doing automation. And it's amazing. I really love talking to people who really know what they want to do in their life and who really are on fire because those are the most productive people in the world. If you don't love what you're doing, folks, you need to go find out what that is because if you're chasing the money, you're going to wind up miserable. I know people who are millionaires who aren't doing what they love to do and they're unhappy. I know people who make $25,000 a year and are so happy you think they're a kid at Christmas. So it's not about the money. It's about doing what makes you happy. And I think like Gary Vaynerchuk says all the time, happiness is underrated. People are like, ah, happiness. Ah, it's same, same along with sleep. I don't need sleep. I don't need to be happy. Mm -hmm. Really? I mean, it's not about the money. Money is not going to make you happy. Um, automation won't make you happy but it can cause you happiness if you have someone do it for you. So just think about that as you're listening to our conversation today. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So what kind of books do you love to read? You mentioned to me before we started recording, you a book that really impacted you. We can't say the title because this is a clean podcast. So what is that book that you, that really spoke to you? Yes, it's by Jensen Saro, and she has a couple of them, uh, both with similar titles. But one of the one of the things I feel like everyone gets something different from the books that they read. And one of the things that I got from that book was she explained she she questioned her reader, which was me, why are you trying to do business on your own? Because if you look at sports teams, each sports team has a coach for their particular area. And I was watching the Usain Bolt documentary maybe a year or so ago on Netflix or Hulu, and he had someone for stretching. He had a coach for his running, and he just had multiple people in his life helping him get to be the best runner possible. And it was kind of one of those, I don't know if you remember those V8 commercials where it was like <laughs> facepalm, like boop. I was like, facepalm, why am I doing this? Why am I trying to do business on my own? And then I was like, you know what? I need to get a business coach and I want to close more sales. So I want to get a sales coach. And I was like, you know what? I need to get over some of these like mental blocks that I've given myself for no reason. So I need a life coach. So the books by Jensen Sarah really helped me understand that you don't have to do business by yourself. 
And I am a huge, huge, huge advocate of reading. And I I just need to share one more book that I read recently that was incredible. It's by Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, and it's called The Ride of a Lifetime. Have you read it? Oh, awesome. Yes. I, I, well, I listened to it. Incredible books. I'm a huge Disney fan. Yes. It's amazing. So anyone who's looking for a good business read, it, it is a business book, but he tells his story and how he got to being the CEO of Disney. And it's incredible. He gives so many amazing tips on empathy and how he grew and mistakes and how he learned. And it's just amazing. I too am an avid reader. I learned a couple of years ago that as I looked at highly successful people, they make reading a priority and mm-hmm. people who didn't don't make a lot of money. And I said, isn't this interesting? So now I schedule two 50 minute increments. I read for at least 90 minutes every single day. I try to read for two hours if I can a book because, and I read print books too. I don't, I don't do audio books or, or eBooks anymore. Cause I like to go out in the backyard with my, with my pup and my pupper and just read and not have to worry about notifications. But I want to give the listener a little inside baseball. The reason why I wouldn't let um, Caitlin say the title is it's, it's her books are bad, butt. use the a word there. Uh, so bad, butt and boss, I hate those two words. They're so overrated and I have nothing against those people. I read the books. They're awesome books. But when you tell me you're a bad, butt boss, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you just took two of the words I hate the most the most and put them together. So um, so thank you for not using the title, but you can go look up Jen Cicero. Her books are on Amazon, bestseller. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely for that. So before we wrap up the show, Caitlin, I do this thing called Mike Swap, where I give you the opportunity to be the host of the Mark Struchowski podcast. You don't have to say the word Struchowski, my name, and but don't ask me my social security number or my credit card information. But anything you want to ask me is off the ta- is on the table. If I'm not comfortable, I'll just tell you, uh, I'm not going to answer that question, but that's not happened yet. So as temporary host of the Mark Struchowski podcast, what would you like to ask me? Okay, Mark, I would like to know what is a goal that you've set for this year that you're really excited about? Oh my gosh, this is so easy. So on January 1st, I decided, I don't know why, um, to release a brand new episode of the podcast every single day. Now, this is day 15, folks. I'm 15 for 15. We'll see what happens. I'll be 51, 56. Oh, I wish I was 51 again. I'll be 56 on June 21st. We'll see if the streak's going on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a huge goal. I'm really excited about it. If all goes as planned, December 31st will be episode 1060, which is absolutely insane to me. Wow. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm not there yet, but thank you. Yeah, no, an early congrats. Okay. And then my next question for you is, I'm a big quotes person and I have a little quote book for each day of the year on my desk. So what is what is one of your favorite quotes? Well, I'm going to be kind of uh, narcissistic and give one of mine because one thing I've been saying for people to people for years is tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. And mm-hmm. that's all about planning. And so many people... Mm-hmm get home at the end of the day and like, Oh, I was busy, but I wasn't productive. Here's the thing about busy and productive. You can be busy being productive, but just because you're busy doesn't mean you are productive. So a lot of people are spinning the wheel. The hamster is running really fast on the wheel. He ain't going, he or she ain't going anywhere. Okay. I'm sure I made my English teachers really proud with that last statement, but, (laughs) but you can, I know people are productive and they're really busy. So there's a difference between being productive and busy. And so I always tell people, tell your time where to go 
instead of wondering where it went. So you take that time the night before or the morning of and say, what do I want to do today? Because when you put it on your schedule, it's got a highly more highly chance of getting done than if you go, well, I hope I get it done because we keep things in our mind. So I hope you don't mind me being a narcissistic on my own show, but that was my answer. No, I love it. And then I have one last question for oh, you. bonus one. I, okay. <laughs> a bonus one. One last one. We talked about books, but I want to know if you had to share one book that's your absolute favorite that could help any uh, entrepreneur or business owner or person who maybe wants to go that route, which book would you recommend? Oh my gosh. Like you, I'm an avid reader and there are so many good books. Uh, and because even though you're a temporary host, I'm going to break my rules because it's my podcast, <laughs> really. So number one, the number one book I say you got to read, bar none, is the Bible. I read it every year, cover to cover. But other books you can read, anything by Cal Newport. He's got a book called Deep Work and Digital Minimalism. Read both those books mm-hmm. because we need to get away from our technology. We need to get away from our technology. Our technology is destroying us. Another book is The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. Um, I became a member of The 5 a.m. Club on February 4th, 2020. Only missed one day, seven days a week. I'm up at five o'clock, 5.15 in the morning, seven days a week. I'm out running for 30 minutes and I'm in bed every night at nine o'clock. Um, so those books, Cal Newport, Deep Work and Digital Minimalism, and Robert Sharma's The 5 a.m. Club have fundamentally changed my life. Not as much as the Bible, but pretty doggone close. Well, that's incredible because I haven't read any of those books. So I just wrote them down. There you go. Well, thank you for being such a gracious uh, sub host for me. I really appreciate it. So the <laughs> final question I have for you is where can we go find out more about you and what you do? Yes. So you can find all about me and the company at SouthStreetMarketing.com. Follow me on LinkedIn too. I'm really active on there. Type in my name, Caitlin Studi, and then I will pop up in a bright pink shirt. And then if you have any questions or would like to reach out, I would love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at SouthStreetMarketing.com. Now, how do you spell your last name? Because it doesn't look the way you say it. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. It's It looks like study. So Caitlin, S-T-U-D-Y, like study, but pronounced studi. Yeah, because I wrote on my notes here, Caitlin, S-T-O-O-D-Y, so I wouldn't mispronounce your name. So um, I love it. <laughs> Caitlin, thank you so much for being on the show today. I, I enjoyed our conversation. I know the listener did. You gave us a lot to think about. And uh, I wonder what my wife's going to think when I ask her to look into Zapier. <laughs> so we'll find out. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for your show, uh, for being on the show today and for hosting the, the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, you continue having an incredible 2021. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey, 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 hey. Don't leave this episode yet. I have a very important announcement for you. I want you to go to mrproductivity.com right now and get the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs absolutely for free. It's my gift to you. And while you're at mrproductivity.com, I want you to click on the tab that talks about my digital productivity coaching program. I call it DPC. This program is incredible and I'm super excited about it because one, via a dedicated app, you get daily, yes, daily coaching and accountability prompts from me and the ability to ask me questions, short questions in the app. You get a live group coaching call every single, well, month with me. 
Third, you get access to a DPC members-only community online, and it's not a Facebook group. And fourth, you get replays of all the group coaching calls and my Saturday morning trainings. Now, my Saturday morning trainings are free, but there's no replay. But DPC members get access to the training to the replays, part of their membership. Now, what's this cost you? You may think thousands of dollars. No, it's $49 a month. That's less than $2 a day. So check out the digital productivity coaching program and grab the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs at my website, mrproductivity.com.